Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration between Egg Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network that explores the world of agriculture and rural life. I'm Adam Albrick. Another round of relief payments will be heading towards select farmers and ranchers soon. Rob Froning, VP Insurance and Customer Education for Egg Country, is here to explain how the program works and who will be eligible. Welcome back to the program, Rob. Glad to be here, Adam. Now, we are here to talk about the Emergency Relief Program, also known as ERP. Rob, what does this program all feature? So this program just coming out here now, it's going to feature a couple of different phases. um, And it's going to be based on the crop insurance that the producers have had and any qualifying disasters within their county or on their uh, operation that, that they faced in the 2020 and 2021 crop years. Phase one is looking at those specific producers who had a crop insurance indemnity paid. And so those who had a crop insurance indemnity paid in those crop years of 2020 and 2021 um, are receiving uh, letters and applications uh, as we speak that have been mailed out from FSA with uh, their information on it from both the crop insurance side and what the payment they could anticipate receiving Uh, from the FSA on this program uh, known as ERP. If somebody has crop insurance but did not receive an indemnity, they would not be eligible. Is that correct? Uh, They wouldn't be looking at a payment in phase one. So some of the different criteria that they have is, is for shallow losses. So those producers, as you mentioned, that maybe didn't trigger a crop insurance claim Um, but still had a less than average crop and they were impacted by some of these disasters, those producers can anticipate a phase two later this summer, mid to late summer, uh, where they'll be completing some applications and possibly receiving some payment as well. What FSA wanted to do is they wanted to get those who had the bigger losses out first and uh, they can get that information straight from RMA. Uh, So they collected that, figured out their payments and sent those applications out. So trying to get those monies out first to those producers who had the larger claims and larger losses. Then in phase two, those who maybe didn't have a crop insurance claim, um, but just had a a smaller, shallower loss, they're still eligible for payment. It's just they're going to have to wait till phase two um, to send in those applications. And Rob, what type of challenges or weather-related incidents would make someone qualified for this? Are there specifics in terms of what type of emergencies they're facing? Yeah, the, the big ones and most specific is excess precip or in drought areas, depending on where you're at specifically. And so those, those are going to be the primary ones that people are going to be covered in our area. Um, they do also include snowfall as, as one of those uh, events as well. Uh, and then they range to like, you know, hurricanes, derechos, um, flooding, which also is kind of from the excess rainfall as well. But there's some other losses there. But primary for our area in, in our footprint, we're going to be looking at droughts and excess precip and probably in the snowfall as well. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, if you go back, what, three years, there was a ton of moisture. If you go back last year, there was very little moisture. And now we're back to having a fair amount of moisture with some prevented plant this year. So there's plenty of opportunities really in the last couple of years for the upper Midwest and and Great Plains uh, to to collect on items like this. Yeah. And and like I said, this, this one right now is focusing on 2020 and 2021. 
Um, it, it's actually comes from uh, what we used to have the WIP Plus uh, program that was in 2019 and prior. Uh, this is a, a similar program. They've just changed the name here uh, to the ERP. And again, it never seems to be any shortage of weather events in our footprint, um, having some kind of disaster or need for some disaster relief. And so again, thinking about the eligibility, is it for certain crops as well or specialty crops included? Is it kind of all of the above? It's kind of all of the above. We, we've got pretty much all of the crops and a specialty crop category. Um, I don't have the, exact, the list yet of the specialty crops, but um, we do have different uh, payment limitations for them. We have one specifically for specialty crops and another for, for the, the main row crops and, and primary crops that we raise in our area. So it is covering uh, almost all that. And it does have a livestock feature as well. Um, there was a earlier, they had uh, released uh, programs on what they called ERLP, which basically just included the livestock. That phase one is already paid and, and done. They've, they've sent those checks out. That was earlier this spring. Um, and now the livestock side is waiting um, for phase two of their relief program. And it appears that that's going to come out about the same time as the phase two of the crop side with the ERP, again, mid to late summer, we're anticipating that phase two to come out uh, for both of those programs. So how much funding is available for these programs? So the, the total program um, that was approved was about to was $10 billion in ag relief, um, of which $6 billion is to is going to commodity and specialty crop producers. So uh, the other four, I was I believe, primarily focused on the livestock side. So we're looking at about $6 billion on the commodity and specialty crop producer side. So, Rob, if somebody listening along is thinking that they may qualify, I know you mentioned that some letters have been sent out, but is there anything that people need to do in order to participate? Yeah, I mean, in order to participate, I'd, I'd watch your mail for the, the phase one letters. Um, uh, FSA sent those all out here the end of May. And our producers have been receiving them all this week. So you should just be watching for that. If you do not receive uh, a letter on that, um, then you may have to just wait till phase two. And again, more information's coming on phase two. We don't have that yet. But as far as the, the phase one is, you, you had to have had a loss paid by crop insurance in 2020 or 2021 to qualify you. Um, in those disaster counties, and then they will send out those letters. So if, if you didn't get one um, and you think you should have, I mean, you can contact FSA. Uh, their letter's all pre-generated and, and maybe got lost in the mail somewhere so they can look that up and, and see if you were to receive one. And if you you know weren't in that list of receiving a phase one, then just watch for the phase two instructions because we can all, uh, they can all manually apply uh, for the phase two and, and fill out that information. It's not going to be pre-filled like this first batch, um, but you still possibly could qualify and just need to wait till mid to late summer to send those applications in. Is there anywhere people can go to get more information, I guess, of, of what is out there? Yeah, I mean, there, there's USDA.gov has a couple of links. If you just uh, go there and search for the emergency relief program, um, they've got frequently asked questions. Um, and some information on that as well that you can go out there and, and gather. Uh, if you've got any other questions too, feel free to, to give uh, your ag country uh, you know, staff. Uh, a lot of our loan officers and insurance specialists have been trained on some of this and know the basics as well. Feel free to reach out, give us a call. Uh, Katie Tangen or myself at Ag Country as well, we're more than willing to take calls and, and visit with people. 
Well, thank you very much, Rob, for going over the basics of this new program, and we'll certainly look for more information as Phase 2 rolls out later this year. Sounds good. Thank you. That is Rob Froning, VP Insurance and Customer Education with Egg Country. If you have a question about a financial topic, we would love to hear from you. You can message Egg Country on Facebook, tweet at them on Twitter, or submit your question using their website at eggcountry.com.